Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, Jen. Hey, Hey, Kristen. You know what we're doing right now? I hope we're podcasting. I think we're recording a podcast. I would wonder what this thing was in my face. Well, that's not the first time you've said that. Hey, welcome to the hashtag I Mom So Hard (laughs) podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on the old gram. You can find us on the Twitter. You can find us on TikTok, sort of. You can find us on YouTube, on Facebook. Guess where else? A, sta- a stage near you. A stage near you. Go to imomsohard.com to see if we're coming to a city near you on our li- for our live show, which we are having the best time. We So today I wanted to talk about, and I'm, I'm making it sound like it's serious, but I, I didn't. She's like really set this up. She's like, this is going to be so easy for you to well, talk we about. We talk about this a little bit in the show, and it's just oh, no. really on my brain right now. What? No, 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 no. I want to talk about my favorite teachers. I was going to just focus on one, but I was like, I can't because I have two or three. And then as I was thinking about it, there's a whole bunch. And I know this is easy for you because you have one big one in your life that's. uh, Oh, what do you mean? I'm Terry. Your mom. Oh, yeah, my mom. That's a. Anytime. This is what's great is anytime that uh, somebody talks about um, a great teacher or like, here's what you should do when you teach is you do bring up your mom. You're like, I you do. know what my mom used to do? And I think she's a great teacher. But, but we, that's why I don't use any anecdotes about, you know what she was like at home? Well, let's get into that later. <laughs> I, I do have I do have a, a hot flash for later. And you have a mom box. That, I do. Right? That's I do. We're here for all of it. You guys, I love talking about teachers. I know. Well, it occurred to me that, like, um, I love the kids' teachers, like the ones that they have this year. I'm just like super overjoyed with them. And then I read this article that was talking about like, here's 10 things that the teachers did during like 2020, 2021 that what like we don't ever really talk about. But I wanted to say them to you because I really, I not only we appreciate teachers, we shout them out. We cheers to teachers. Yeah. They saved our lives and our marriages yeah. during the last couple of years. Like it, it can't be said enough how like undervalued and underappreciated teachers yes are and we talked a lot about frontline workers and rightly so but when I was listening to our the teachers and you know working with Finn and working with Eleanor at different times and different voices and they all kept their wits about them and they all had nice lovely voices I was like you guys this is the hardest thing that can be done is 25 like third graders or second graders who don't understand what's going on yeah so we're just gonna cheer high fives all those uh, teachers out there yeah so this article that I was reading about was talking about how um how teachers had to well a lot of them are quitting too by the way which, which I understand I'm I totally sorry, understand I'm just gonna it say too. It. maybe maybe I wanted to talk about this because I want to beg you to not quit because we desperately we, we need teachers more now than ever and it but it's hard man you get burnout I I was a teacher for uh, seven years and I got burned out but I was teaching at a school that I was know. tough yeah and I was also having babies and 
starting my life in that direction. And it wasn't the job. It wasn't the career I had set for myself. It was something that came upon and I ended up loving, but I couldn't fully commit. And so I knew what it took to be a good teacher because of my mom. And I felt like I was just not going to be able to give them everything they deserved and needed. So I stepped away. But I will tell you, when I was in it and I was doing it, I was like, you know, how many times did I go, hey, do you have any clothes you want to donate or have any purses you want to donate? Because teachers do so much in that space that the world doesn't know about that. How much time and energy you're thinking no. about just getting supplies for your room. No, nobody goes to an insurance job and they're like, hey, can you bring a ream of paper? That's not how that works. That's so true. And there's not like an insurance adjuster or guy who sells insurance that's like, gosh, this family, they lost their house. They're yeah. getting a payout, but I'm going to go ahead and bring them over a casserole because None. point A to point B is a long time. You're right. And you're like dealing with the thing they love most, which is their kids. And it's just really, I think... The burnout thing is real. And so when you have teachers who are in it to win it, you give them nice presents. <laughs> yeah, you should. We're always going to be say cash. That. And I'm it just going to say it can be cash money. It can be money. expensive, like the good kind of alcohol, yeah, not get, the cheap kind. No, and you don't have like, to take it into the school because that, you know, I did have a student buy me really nice champagne once. And I was like, you're not 21. <laughs> and you shouldn't be able to bring this in here. I appreciate the effort. Well, I really did. And... I think over the last couple of years too, it can't. We can't forget, like even though they're not, uh, you know, firemen, police people, nurses, and doctors, you know, they still did risk their health in some places. I mean, I yeah, have their mental for, health for sure. Their mental health. I mean, I had friends who they're like, I got COVID again. I can't I not. Know. I work lunch duty. Like they're in places that like didn't really have. Oh man. Well, you know, we. I'll talk about him in a second, but we, you know, COVID was a very hard time. 2020 in particular was a really hard time for teachers. It was a sad time. And I think teachers know that like the thing they want to do is like lift the spirits of their students. That's what, yeah. that's what that's they're good they're, at. Yeah. That's why they wear funny clothes and they wear funny earrings and they do funny stuff. It's because it brings joy to the kids. And they're like, I don't care what you think about me. This is like for my kids. At least that's what my mom did. Yeah. She wore like shirts that like lit up and said weird stuff and like earrings that made noise. And I was like, you're like a circus clown. But she did it for them. Yeah. And it was delightful. It's not, it's teachers, it's not their job, it's their life. It's their life. It's a it's a calling from their heart. But by the way, we always say that, like, we were, we're always like, you know, teachers have such, in, they get such intrinsic value. I'm like, you know what else is value? Cash money. Yeah. So let's, like, up their and salaries. And again, alcohol shipped directly to their house. Right. But um, money, yeah. increase their salaries. All How that, about all that? Stuff. Yeah. Because value intrinsic return is all great and fine and makes you feel warm and fuzzy, but it don't pay your mortgage. I, I have to say one thing yeah. about teachers before I forget, because yeah, I sorry. do want to like go through Maybe. this list. No, I know this. I knew that we would get fired up about it because we really can go on about these teachers that we love. Forever. I can go on about teachers I don't love. That'll be later. I got a couple I got of those. A couple. That'll be another. I got a couple. But it's Shouldn't have few done that. and far between though. Those I got ones. a few. I got a list. <laughs> I do. Interestingly, Terry's on both of Yeah, Terry's Kristen's on both lists. lists. Yeah, so I don't know. I didn't like her teacher conference she had with me. Well, I thought it was interesting because I was one of my favorite teachers who I didn't have as a teacher, but kind of she's a teacher because she's such a good friend as Jenny was talking about how like COVID happened and they just immediately had to change plans. Like yeah. every single thing that they were going to do had Go to change. change. It was literally like Friday they were given this instruction and then Monday they had to in, do something do, different. They had to do it different. And that's like 
kind of what's happened for the last couple of years. And they still manage to keep like kids engaged. The ones that had a hard time, obviously, and I know a lot of them did, and it's all different ages, but like kids got bored and like oh. they, they were like going through, jumping through hoops to try and get these kids to watch. Literally. One of the greatest things you'll ever YouTube is teachers remote learning and trying to do their best to hold everybody's God, attention. Like the, and- the wife will like record the, the dad as he's like teaching like gym. Yeah. And it's like, he's got the ring light and he's like, everybody's knees up. Like the effort, <laughs> the, <laughs> the effort these teachers made. Like, Kristen were, did a really great physical. It's like, it's my knees, everybody's. <laughs> it's almost my dance move that gets you, Jen. It's like my, oh, my God, knees I'm so up. tickled by your dance moves. You, you know, many have been. It has started with Literally a tickle. Literally tickle, I know. It, listen, if you dance up on me, that's what you get. Yeah, she's uh, got But yeah, they really hands. did cute stuff with like, um, there was a teacher that's famous out of Nebraska who was on uh, Good Morning America that went viral because she would go to these different locations and do these pre-recorded lessons. Like, I think yes. if there's nothing that teachers are more, they are inventive and they are creative and they like, I think all they did when this all started is they were like, oh God. I've got to figure out how to make this work. Yeah. And so many of them did. And it was a really tough, tough thing. God, I would have crashed and burned. I, I mean, I do think that one of the things that was hard over the last couple of years is like, and, and I've said this probably on the podcast before, but I say it, you, you know, at probably a nauseam to you and my husband and God forgive anybody else that's in the way of my mouth. But like, well. Yeah, that's some so many don't college. Hate it. So many don't hate it. <laughs> Talk about tickling. You get both of us on a dance floor, yeah, and it's an assault waiting yeah, to happen. It's oh. just nothing but. Casey's a, like shaking her head, like God, no, please don't. She's making yeah. notes. Can't say that. Yeah. Well, no, Casey, but can you we? don't. We can't. You don't. Yeah, we're, we're different. We're 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 different. You literally can't. We're different. Oh we can God. do that because we're not men. We can talk about groping people, can't we? Mm-hmm. We're not men. Mm-hmm. We're not. Mm-hmm. We we're cannot not, say that um, because we are evolved and we recognize that both genders have a responsibility to honor boundaries. 1,000%, but I've never groped anybody not Here's willing. The, I don't that's think that's what I'm saying. That's not true. Here's what I'm that's saying. If my dance move has a groping um, move, and you move up on it, and you are then participating in my grope. Yeah, I gro- you my grope into that. is what you walked into. You walked into my hand. You walked it, into my hand doing a cupping. Thing. Doing a cupping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, really cupping, nice demonstration. Cupping, I, I don't know. Cupping, I don't know what's up that high, or you can well, get in from both guy, those directions. Oh. If I'm squatting and I'm tall and and I'm cupping underneath like my congratulations chin. to him. She's cupping a lot right there, you guys. Well, if I'm like you know whatever, you know, I'm just business. gonna eat another cookie. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so back I, to teachers. Back to teachers. I've complained that like there's no leaders, kind of like there's nobody to like follow the lead on like how to survive this time. Yeah, it didn't feel like anybody was like really killing it you know in the last couple of years so it was like we're all like looking around like what do we do I mean I, like I can follow Drew Barrymore but I mean yeah, I, I yeah. feel like she's got a lot more cash and positivity yeah. than I do like, <laughs> like I different... need someone that's gonna be really authentic and I yeah I, I wanted like a grandparent to come over and be I like I know well, exactly what we... you mean when we were uh, when we were in the middle of it and Finn had science I'm obsessed with his science teacher and she is a she's a mom and she's cool and she's a little bit older, but she is exactly that science teacher that's like she's got like 
curly hair that's kind of like wily and she oh wears God, like love cute overalls and she's got like ripped arms because she loves to garden and she's been around forever. She's been, I think, teaching for over like 30 years. So she's just like got it figured stock. out. Yeah, yeah. totally. Oh my God, totally. I love and she her house this, smells like books. For sure. God, she I love her. Awesome. She she would go to the school. And every day she would do this video of kind of like what the school looks like. Because kids were really sad that they weren't on campus. Heck and yeah. she would go, you guys, I went to campus. And this is how she would talk. <laughs> She'd go, I went to campus. And I was noticing there was a lot of animal droppings. And I was like, what is this? So I waited until the nighttime. And guess what? There were 12. I counted 12 coyotes on the grounds because they are coming down from the mountain and they notice that there's no kids around. So they're like, hey, coyote friend, do you want to hang out? And so all the, I've got like goosebumps. I know. All the kids are like, and they're engaged and she's got like this storytelling voice. And then she's like, like, you know, science ends and she goes, now listen, I know this is a hard time, but you and I, we will get through it together. Aww. And then... I am behind, both Colin and I are literally behind the, the doors. And we're on the other side. We're like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Does she know? And my son's like, why are you here? Like, get out of my Don't Zoom. embarrass me. What are you doing on my Zoom? Yeah. But Put it, a shirt on too, I mom. Everybody the, can see you. That's the thing. The teachers, we could hear them. So, yes. like, there were so many times that I felt like, okay, at least this one thing is happening. There's, like, they're learning math. I don't even care if she even really learned it. I was like, as long as somebody's talking to her like a teacher right now, that's so incredible. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Kristen. Oh, man. We're heading into spring cleaning. We're heading into spring everything. And I couldn't be more excited to talk about bowl and branch to boot. What makes you feel like fresher and lighter than a good night's sleep on nice, clean, super soft, luxurious sheets? Nothing. I mean, Bowl and Branch brings it. And I don't know what magic they have in these sheets, but they get softer as you wash them. And I honestly, there's nothing I enjoy more than knowing at the end of the night, I get to pull back my comforter and just squeeze into this delicious bed that feels like it's someone giving me like a horizontal high five. That sounds sexy, but so are Bowl and Branch sheets. It's true. It's You can feel the quality immediately. Immediately, okay? That's right. I'm telling you, if you don't think that we know what we're talking about, there have been thousands of positive reviews. They're the best-selling sheets. They feel incredible on night one, and they get softer with every wash. They feel buttery soft, even super breathable, so they're perfect for warm months ahead, and they are loved by millions of sleepers. Get this. There are over 11,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, they're 100% organic cotton, and they're completely free of toxins. And I feel like you can tell. You're going to be able to tell right away. They have a 30-night worry-free guarantee, so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month if you don't love them, but you will. You can send them right back. Here's one thing I'm going to tell you that's really fun is we are renew we are redoing my daughter's bedroom. We're switching bedrooms for her so she has a big girl Ooh. bedroom 
And the first thing we're going to do is get some bowl and branch sheets so she can every night feel very special getting into her bed. I really just hope that it also helps her want to make her bed. But look, as long as she sleeps in that delicious thing, that's all that really matters. You know, you can also get her a, a bowl and branch blanket now that they have. They're like these cloud-like duvets, fluffy pillows, mm. so many more things. She's very, very lucky. And there's all sorts of colors and there's all sorts of prints and it's just very beautiful. And it really does feel like you're doing yourself a real favor. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code hard at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code hard. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that. That's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pickup, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it. But... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate. But I'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. I shit you not. I... It's such a Nebraska. I know. Sorry. I both my kids' teachers during that time reminded me, like, oh look, you have a nice voice you can use. You don't always have to use the like pandemic stress Mm -hmm. at the end of your rope voice. You can fake it because guess what? You probably would if it were somebody else, like on the line. And who needs it more than your kid right now? Is a little bit of like. understanding right well the teachers did so I absolutely followed their lead and they kind of gave us direction that we didn't have in my opinion because you didn't they were beacons of hope yeah and you know what you had to help your kids which kind of gave you a more noble purpose than complaining Right. On Zoom they with your coworkers you to and stuff. With them. Yeah. And that felt really good. Yeah. So it, it's not even that we're appreciating teachers on behalf of our kids. It's what, it's like this weird thing that they probably don't even realize is how much they helped us. Totally. Like they gave was, us direction. Yeah. They gave us direction. They gave us an example of how to operate, of like things we can talk about. Of And it was terrifying. There were times that I was like, oh my God. I don't know how to do grouping. I and know. Eleanor was I like, don't. Mom, we're past that. And I'm like, I need one more. You know Please. what? I I didn't yeah, I, I didn't get that ex- exit exam. I need yeah. I'm not ready yet. Yeah, I'm not ready. And <laughs> Eleanor's I'm I am and I was like, Well, you're in second grade. You're way ahead of me in math altogether. 
my, both my kids have already surpassed oh. my knowledge. And I say that all the time. And I'm like, don't use that against me because I will hire somebody. Yeah. My son fully knows. Like, he he looks at me and he's like, I, um, is dad here? I don't know why you're pretending that that math book's upside down. You're trying to look like you know what you're doing, but it's upside down. It's an embarrassing. I said, and why are you smoking a pipe? <laughs> That's a horrible, not. horrible thing. I know how horrible this is, and anybody that's like a math teacher is going to punch me in the face. I fully oh, no. invite you to. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Jen Wisdom is about to come down. Well, Dash was like, well, we're learning about area, and I'm like, great. That's one thing I know. Yep. Because no one buys more rugs than length Jen. Length times width. Yep. Surface area. You come to me, and I go, here's the thing nobody's going to tell you, Dash. Oh, God. Area and percentages are pretty much all you need to know, unless you're your uncle Jeff, who's a mathematician and has a great job with wonderful benefits. benefits. Unless you want to be successful in life, here's or you want to be a good shopper, you follow my notes, buddy. You You want to have lots of money, you be like your uncle. Yeah, listen. (laughs) I will tell you this. We say that all the time. Like, all you need to know is percentages and, like, real-time math. But deep down inside, mathematicians, like, math teachers are rock stars to us because they're like, they got they got the secret sauce that we don't have. Oh my like, God. their brain operates on a level. Mine has yeah. been dead and full of cobwebs for so long. Oh, my God. I, math was so hard for me. And at the peak of my wonderful attention deficit disorder, um, I had, li- I had like kind of like spaced out two years of math. So I <laughs> literally, I got to like my freshman year of math and I was she like, like wait. couldn't even pick the teacher out of a lineup. I, know, I was like, uh, are we, what is this that we're doing? Yeah. So I. I didn't <clears throat> have ADHD and I did math the was, exact same thing. It was, it was, I think math is taught in a different way and everybody talks about new math being so yeah. bad. I actually really like I it. I do too. I think it's really smart. Now I that I get it, it. And now that I get it. Listen, I'm in classes. Eleanor's teaching me everything's literally, fine. That's literally what's happening in my house. I'm like, I get that. I go, that's actually the way my brain sees it. Everybody's brain sees it like that. It's it's less complex. It helps our brains operate. And these teachers have to teach this new math. Do not need us parents going, well, I like the old math. Like, it doesn't help anything. Like, give, I'm like. Well, you know what? There's some that are like, I like the old racism. It works <laughs> for me. But I think, listen. I'm quoting members of my extended family. But. I should Humble pie is good for all of us. And I think when we started to look at like having to help our kids and help our teachers help our kids, I'm the first to admit that I was like, man, my kid is tough. Or like Eleanor got caught, you know, putting on costumes during class. I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it till. Oh, she went when she was on Zoom. When, when she, she was, was on, on Zoom. You, yeah. She would have, she had a comedy kit under her bag, under her desk, and she would put on different costumes. We, I knew about one. But then I went to the only park meetup where literally we're all social distanced in masks and the teachers was outside for like 30 minutes. We didn't even get to really. We did like an end of the year. Everybody was waving us to Eleanor and they were like, Eleanor, your grandma character is so funny. (laughs) And I was like, what? And and then another person said something about um, Jefferson. What is it? The the Jack or... um, Oh God, Jeff. Um, he was. A, he's a. Looks like a leprechaun. I don't know. Has a hatchet. That was one of them. Um, Paul Jeff. Bunyan. Jeff. It was like oh. Paul Bunyan. I forget the name. Um, she, oh, you know. And so she would act like she had a hatchet with a full beard. I had no idea this was going on. This poor teacher had to deal with my kid coming in doing her Lumberjack. like top five. Lumberjack, Lumberjack Jeff. Jeff. Lumberjack Jeff. Okay, yeah. that's not an official. 
Right. Uh, and then the real estate agent you helped yeah. her with. And then she's yep. got her disco lady. So evidently these were all coming out during Zoom. And I was like, I'm so bad that like, she's home and I don't know she's doing this. Like, well, that's how bad I am. Like, where was I? Wasn't I supposed to be checking on her? Or well, if she's not going to be on SNL, maybe she'll be a teacher, though. Or the, she'll go into engineering because she actually really is good at math. That's what pow- I want. More power to her because maybe, <laughs> maybe I need her to give me a little... Uh, refresher course or something well she'll go there because of teachers not because of me i'll tell you that um don't you think too that teachers were saying because they had to deal with really crappy parents i really want to throw somebody under the bus right now and i luckily don't know their name but i do know that there was a parent at school who when their kid was like you know they're testing and stuff like that was exposed to covid this parent wanted their child to Oh, yeah. Be, have have the school district pay for the child to be quarantined in a hotel by themselves. And I was like, you know how I know this? Nobody told me this. I heard them on the phone outside the school and was like, do I fight them? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to. I got to take my mask off to do that, especially if I plan on biting. But I, like, who does that? I know. Do you want to deal with that? Yeah. Like, who was she talking to? Who was on the other end of that phone? Somebody from the school, yeah. right? Had to be. that, I, Like, that has to deal with this crazy person. And that's one. That's one that yeah. I heard. And how about crazy kids? Because I'm sorry, you guys. They're out there. Yeah. There was one class. They don't fall far from the tree, if no. you know what I mean. No, so. they don't. There was one class that I was like, if this kid tells one more story about his fucking shoe, yeah. I am going to lose it. Somebody needs to give him a light. <laughs> Tell him his time on stage is over. No one cares about his dumb shoe. I honestly can't take it. Like, my head. What kind like, of shoe stories were they? That's the thing. You're, like, literally giving me PTSD. They were the dumbest, most boring show about how he couldn't put on the right one, but then he oh, put on the God. left one, and he was a slow talker, and he always yeah. wanted to tell his story. And I was like, these teachers are better humans than me, because I would be like, find another article of clothing. I'd rather hear how you put on your hoodie. But we've only heard about your shoe. Well, they they are better people because I know when we were in the car the other day, my son wanted to tell me a story about um, a substitute teacher that he had finding a turtle. But he wanted to include all of the suspense that the teacher had put into the story. And he tries to relate this story. And, you know, they're at the age. Is Eleanor doing this? Where uh, (laughs) It's probably a strong yes. (laughs) My kids are, well, they're almost nine, six they are at this age where they will say so and then the te- uh-huh. and then the teacher mm-hmm. and then the teacher yep. said they add on a word every time but they restart the sentence and, and the whole story so it's like bricklaying it, it's, it's the, I didn't know a that diagnosed was a- disorder that makes that painful. <laughs> I think I do too. Because I mean, we, spit it out. we were in the car and Dash is telling this story about finding not just one turtle, two turtles yeah. and how she ended up adopting both oh, of the God. turtles. And it, it, it took 20 minutes and the whole, because I, I was like, did the end she adopted them? But he yeah. wouldn't let me, he wouldn't let me finish it. I knew where he was leading me. I could tell Jen, because of the that's sense. That's how my husband tells stories. And I, if I, if I give it up too soon if i know the end he'll start over that's a mind my, my too I'm i'll like, tell my husband you've told me this before here's what, how it ends he goes i can't, can't stop. stop he I literally know. says i i, I, I still want goes, to finish my husband story. will go have i told you the story i go every single time you see this you tell me the story and he goes i'm awesome anyway <laughs> and then he'll start to tell me the story i'm like it doesn't matter this is why teachers are great they've heard the same thing Here, one thousand times here's the revenge for my husband though 
that was the second time he had heard that story. So he spent 40 minutes oh. of his life hearing about two turtles that will never have anything to do with him ever, which I feel like, hey, this is how I feel when you talk about Colgate football. Yeah. Or like, Colgate um, hockey games that happened like or 18 your years ago. Or your shoe. Exactly. I mean, all of it is, you know, that's why we say the teachers are angel people. Can I tell you one of yes. my saint teachers? Yes, please. Okay. I, one of my favorite teachers I've ever had, my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Cowker, um, is one of our biggest fans. She's awesome. Is she, she the one that was at the show in he, Omaha? Or in Omaha? Yeah, she was front row. And I haven't seen her in so long that I oh. didn't even like recognize her. She brought her daughter or granddaughter, which I remember when her daughter got married. And then I know, her, time like, goes by. But she is like the biggest fan. And I said in our live show, and I just had to say now, this is why like I'm such a huge fan of hers, is like... She was a teacher when my parents were getting divorced, and I was really like rudderless because, yeah, especially during the eighties, like when when parents were like boomers and totally only gave a shit about their own shit. <laughs> they were like, and they were like, "What can happen to you? You're just a kid. You don't yeah. have any problems." They're like, "Let me know when CPS calls. Yeah. Other than that, I'm <laughs> That's doing the great." Barometer. Yeah, but she was such a great teacher and like made me read all the banned books. Like she got me Aww. into The Hobbit. Like got me reading and like she turned you into a nerd. Yeah. She also made me join math club. Of course. And I hated math. And she's like, that's why you're joining it. Yeah. She, like, literally. But she made us make scrapbooks. Like, made a scrapbook that was, like, Aww. part of our thing in school. It was like you made your own autobiography, basically. That's neat. Which I still have. She made us write our own um, comic books. That's cool. With a character based on ourselves. Super blackmail material. I'll find it someday and let you read yeah, it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That would be fair because all your stuff right now, I was like, uh, these are all like really nice articles about you. That's not what we have on my side. Well, it was called Just, The Green Dove and that doesn't make any fucking sense. Stuff. Well, it sounds really good. <laughs> you know I'm going to love it. I'm going to be like, green. It. It's actually really good. It's not. I want it oh, to maybe not Maybe it was be. The Crystal Dove. No, I think it was The... Ugh. That sounds too good. Both are dumb, like the but green great. Dove. I know. I can get behind them. And then I had Miss um, Phillips, which I think she was like, a super important teacher in my life. She was my fourth grade teacher, which was like the start of my parents' Jeez. (laughs) But she was the first... That's an important age. You need to have an advocate with you at that time. And she was hilarious is what I remember. Like, she got me loving books. Like, really, like, woke up my sense of humor. Held my head and stroked my hair when we read Old Yeller. Oh, boy. And Where the Red Friend Grows. I don't know what she was trying to do there. But, like, <sighs> why don't you just well, make us watch Schindler's List, too? Yeah. Cause She's trying to make you feel. And that's important at that age. You start to understand what compassion and empathy and sympathy and loss. And those are books that you you have kids read, even though they are... Charlotte's Web ruined me. It'll ruin everybody. I know. I know. That's why the saddest end to any book I've ever dealt with. Not yeah. not as sad as the Old Yeller because that one you just should stab me in the in oh, the face. I, can't, I told Dash no, he can't read it. I yeah. was like, maybe when you're in your thirties or something like that. I then think you can I didn't know book. how the Red Fern grows for a very long time. I think I half read it and then I was like, wait, what? They do what at what, the they, end? They, uh, <laughs> Why does the Wait, fern grow? Why there? does the fern grow? Why I don't want to spoil it. It's the saddest dog yeah, death story, uh, and it's a doubler. I don't know what you're doing. I don't I know. know why two, but why two? Why can't one go on to be fine? You have spent 250 pages making me love these more than any yeah. any living well thing done, in my writer. own life. Is and that then your you challenge? Take them away. Yeah. yeah, but I, I read. You know, it was very formative. But I will say, 
Every other teacher thought I was like really kind of below average until. <laughs> That's not true. I, for real. I did get a 9% on a geography exam on the third grade, which still haunts me. But she had me tested for gifted, which I was like, oh, I don't even made care if good. I am or not. But the. Because I had someone a, looks at you and thinks that is so yeah, important. And I had a real severe speech impediment at the time. Like my R's were. Wonderful. <laughs> Hey, man, I've been down all those roads. Were they like, do you have a tongue? Yeah. like Mine were like, your tongue won't stop. Like, I I was like, I still have it. I have a sibilant S, and so I was just real spitty and lispy, and it was great. I mean, speech teachers. Shout out to speech Speech teachers, teachers, too, because I swear I had a desk You have to wear a, you've had to wear, like, one of those things, those wind guards for, like, your entire career. And speech is hard for kids. Like, I remember sneaking into speech class, like, I was buying, like, hemorrhoid cream at CBS these days. You know, you're like, anybody see me? I don't want anybody to know I got this kind of problem because it's too embarrassing. Yeah, we did speech on Zoom the whole time when Finn was working because he's got tongue thrust. And so just in order for him to figure out how to work with so we could go into orthodontia. He had to do the speech therapy, yeah. and this speech therapist was so patient. I mean, like you know, your 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 mouth will start to spasm because you're using these muscles, and you're using your tongue, and you're using the back of your throat. It's very hard. It's and by the way, almost everybody has like a speech thing. That's what no one yeah. realizes. Like really? nobody's really perfect. No, there's always a little bit of something. Some people call it an impediment. Some people call it you're from Boston. It really just depends. <laughs> 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 it just depends on if you roll your R's or you don't roll your R's or you enunciate or you don't. It just depends. You could sound like all my family from the western part of Nebraska. I just think I had a strong Rhode Island accent, That's what which it is. didn't fit in in Nebraska. Yeah, if you would have moved, my... they would have been like, oh, you're just from Baltimore. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com My dad had a really thick accent. Yes. And then my his mom was Swedish. Like Oh, you're just gonna send she, like, she like sound like every Muppet. Totally. Yeah. yeah. She was like, I don't want you to learn English. Bergenberg, yeah. Bergenberg. And so I learned to speak basically from them. So there was That's, no hope for there me. There was no hope. That's exactly how it was gonna go. Yeah. Uh I have a couple teachers. I well, first of all, uh, I had a really wonderful speech teacher in speech team, I should say. Oh, speech that's team. I can't forget one. I can't forget one. She was one. awesome. I'm going to come back to her. Her name was Miss Hankinson. I think since then she has married and has a different last name, but she was really important to me. She was Aww. somebody who just liked me even though I was going through a lot. I can tell she means this because she's got her arms crossed in a defensive posture. So it means that we're getting oh, down to the nitty gritty of Kristen's feelings. Great. I will also say one of my favorite teachers was peeling onions oh, right up. now. <laughs> Was I'm gonna say these fast because I don't want to have any sentimental attachment to anything. Why? Because I don't like. What well, I want to also shit talk the ones I don't like. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I got a be couple, another episode. I got a couple that I, I oh, because I do, I do think a conversation is like, what do you do if you don't agree with the teacher? Like oh. you don't always have to agree with them, but there is like. 
there are some where you're like, I have a disagreement with this teacher, but I still really like her. And then there's some, and I'm like, you just have a weird personality altogether. My mom had some epic blowouts with teachers, which, I mean, that could be an it, episode. Yes. Barb's blowouts could be an entire podcast. That's what we would call it. You know what? Barb's that's, blowouts. Uh, <laughs> Jen will talk for the next 40 hours straight. Once we start our own network, that's going to be the first <laughs> other show we release. My mom will be like, how dare you? <laughs> You do not do one about me. I would be like, Terry, you got I just I just freely talk about you all the time anyway. But I will say Mr. Parkini, um, Lynn's dad. Oh yeah. He was my science teacher and he was awesome. He taught biology and so like seventh and eighth grade and it was just really hands-on. And I remember like we got to dissect frogs and we would draw them. That's really that's it was really, really like cool. Um, it's cool. It's also like that's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's this part of me that loves this part of science. I didn't like, like, chemistry. And I didn't like – I I can only do so much in that world. But biology was kind of a hybrid between being creative and being scientifically yeah, smart. And I was like, whoa, like my – this is all the stuff I love. Yeah. And so he was great. And he was, like, always – like science teachers are so weird. They're so great. They're always collecting data, weird shit. Like there, we had a science teacher who like <laughs> kept her placenta in a jar. She was like, what? yeah, I had a baby and this is what, and we were like, Ugh. wait, like, what? She had it in the classroom. Uh, no, I didn't see it, but she said she asked if she could keep it. Now I don't know. I, I think most of us could be presented with any lunch meat and assume that oh, was a Oh my placenta. God, that's so disgusting. People are going to totally. But it's true, Seriously. Right? But she was like, she's just somebody who would get so impassioned. She, her, she was like, like um, nation. They, she won some like national. Um, oh, the uh, teacher award. The teacher, oh, yeah. Miss, Mrs. Williams, and she was awesome. And those were the kind of teachers that inspired me because they had energy and enthusiasm and love and warmth, and never got tired of teaching yeah. this thing. Like they always. That was the thing. I'm like, how do you teach this thing over and over and you love it every single time? And yeah. Like, cause it's so cool. Cause it, they're they're dorks about it. You gotta be a dork about it. You gotta be a nerd about it. You gotta be like geek out over like bacteria. Like that's just yeah. that's who you've got to be to be a teacher. You have to be enthusiastic about this thing. Yeah. And um, I will say, uh, my favorite my favorite teacher of all time was um, Paul Steger in my Aww. undergraduate, where he just. Everything I ever wanted to learn, he taught me, and everything about theater, about physical comedy, about the different kinds of theater. It was like the first time I ever got to just study the thing I in wanted college, in right? college. Yeah. So that was my; those are my my favorite teachers. And that, then I have to say, um, wait, should I? Is he uh, that my husband is? I know going back to graduate school to become a teacher. I know, and he is going to be awesome. He that's, that's, oh. Yeah. Crap. No, that's okay. You should go go to this. Oh uh, yeah, let me. Mom. That takes us right to our uh, mom box. So it says, "Hi, Kristen and Jen. I saw that Kristen's husband is starting back to school to become a teacher, and I say hooray. That's what I'm doing too, and it's never too late to follow your passion. The world needs more second career teachers. I think we bring a lot more to the table with life experience that might help inspire kiddos." I agree with that. I'm just going to say that. I can't mm -hmm. stop myself. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 
I wanted you to know that I finally bit the bullet and got myself some curtain bangs, and I love them. Go you. <laughs> Thanks so much for the inspiration. I'm trying to do more for myself this year, and this made me feel great. I will also obsess over them and constantly move them out of my face, but totally. Um, but today with the salon fresh hair, I'm feeling like a million bucks. Love you, ladies, and I hope you make it to Vancouver for a show. Her name is Michelle. She's got new curtain bangs. She's about to be a teacher. But I really do want to say that I think, oh, man. This is a whole nother, I'm going to keep it short. This okay. is what I would say. Okay. Um, I think we need to make it easier for second career people to become teachers. Yeah, especially because, now. Especially now, because I agree with you. Like there is enthusiasm and there's life experience that I think means so much. It's mentoring, which is mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah. And we should have it not just from the standards we think of regular education, but I think we should be bringing in auto mechanics and um, woodworkers and people who have had a professional life yeah. in the field teaching young people, so then putting them back out in the community and doing internship programs. We need more of that. We need less formality and more like, let's go into the world and use these these um, things that we're learning. Because by the way, when you're 14, you've never had more energy in your life. Let's put it towards good use. Let's yeah. get them out actually applying these things that they're going to learn. And then when they go to college, they're a little bit more equipped. That's what I think. And I think Colin and all of our new teachers that are yeah. Like, Getting the, in there are, are going to do great things. Well, my my last fa- and my favorite teacher of all time, she was, I used to call her forever my mentor. I think even when I didn't know what that word meant, but now I know that it's like super accurate, um, was Kim Gangwish. She was my speech teacher and oh. I did speech. No, like, you guys, please tell them the difference. Oh, it's forensics. Not, uh, it's not. Forensics. It's not dead bodies. She was a speech. No, but it's also not. It's competitive it's speech. It's not us going hats, cats. No, it's mats. competitive speech. So once once I had my R's handled, fifty percent figured out, then I was like, well, I should just do this perfect interpretation of drama. Absolutely. So we did all that stuff. You used to like, so she was the <laughs> teacher who got me very post-divorce, uh, totally checked out parents, which, I mean, she really was like my surrogate mom. Like she would come to like whatever performance I was doing. Mm-hmm. She would come to like awards mm-hmm. dinners with me. She was like, and she was so young. Like I used to babysit her first child, which makes no sense because nobody should have ever trusted me with a baby, but she did. Well, she was young. She did she not was know. Young. Yeah. She didn't now, know better. She would but not you know make what? that I'm the sage, st- and I would be like, that seems fine to me. But she was always really, like, <sighs> held me accountable. It wasn't like she was an easy teacher or anything. Like, ne- those are never your favorites. Yeah. There's always a little discipline there. There's always a little accountability. She was she was tough, but it was like we knew each other because we traveled all the time together to go to, like, speech meets. We're together on the weekends, and I never missed a speech meet. Literally, they, she would, like, hang them up. Here's what's coming up for the year. And I would write my name down, like, all the events, like, for the year. That's awesome. I'm just, like, and... There was this one thing that she did that I really didn't think about until like the last year or so, which is really horrible and it could get into me making the worst Facebook mistake I've ever made in my life, but that's probably a whole other Oh, that's episode. a whole episode just with my history. Yeah. Um, but I really didn't have trouble with like other kids in, in yeah. high school. But when you go to a speech meet in high school, it's like you leave at three o'clock in the afternoon on Friday and it's not done till like midnight. Yeah. And speech was all I did. It was like, yep. No, it wasn't all I did, but, but it, it, was, it takes up a ton of time. I know I did yeah, it. It, it was, was very. It was what you do on the weekends. And I mean. you would prepare all week, you know, like practice and do your visual. So much work. Your visual aids, and you would stand in front of your mirror and you'd be like, 
satanic cults a threat to us all. Yep. I'm going to walk over to point one yep. right point over one. here. Yeah. In 1974, two graphic murders happened, and there was a pentagram. Pentagram. Yeah. That's what I would do. Let me dramatically open this black binder with my script in it that I'm I'm going to turn my shoulder away and then pop it back because that is dramatic. That's real. There's a bunch of us nerds in the world that that's what we lived for. Mm -hmm. And I remember like there being this uh, speech tournament where a bunch of girls from my school were like, we want to leave. And I was like, I don't want to leave because I want to stay for the awards. Cause I had <gasps> they like, wanted to leave before awards? Yeah, because they hadn't like What the hell is the, the point? If you can't hear your name called out. Rounds. I don't know. And then I then <gasps> I found out it had been this thing where they had been like angry that they had to stay and stuff. And my teacher made them. She was like we are going to stay, like community, I'm already community upset with them. as a team. She was like, we are going to stay. And if you have a problem with that, you can call your parents and I will release you. They can come pick you up and I'll release you, which meant like they had to drive whatever mm-hmm. to come if they really wanted to leave. And I now I realize how freaking cool that was. Yeah. That she was like, nope, you man up and you be supportive yeah. of people on your team and your community. Yeah. And that it like, I didn't know about it until like then. That you have a responsibility for the people with you, too. Because yeah. if you're the person that's like, hey, let's leave. It's n- let's yeah. go, I don't know, to Dairy Queen instead of listening to getting the... the yeah. You're not supposed to do that. That's yeah. against the rules. Like, do the thing that you're supposed to do. Like, And it's hard for a kid to assert themselves to other kids. It's yeah. really important that that adult shows you how to do it. Exactly. And then you make the right choice, and then you're better off. Yeah. I, and by the way, that was my most thrilling time of speech because I had oh, a very strong year in oral interpretation God. of I drama. S- oh, right, right. That they would come over my days. team, and we and we would roll down like I was like the Beatles. I mean, I sure, it, we were, you know, B level speech teamers, but in places like you know Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, we were crushing it. This is the hilarious thing. We were for sure. At the same speech oh, meets, my Kristen. 100%. I had no idea how we didn't because I went to state other. speech, and I'm sure you went to state speech. Yeah, but we ha- we, we were different different ones, yeah. probably. Because I was in um, oral interpretation of drama. I had a very strong year with um, informative speech, and then I got told I needed to take it back a notch because I sounded like a satanic person. That oh. was one of the judges' comments, and well, I was like, "How you know, dare you, freedom of speech? How dare you?" I know, and also. Make those comments have a lot less sharp corners because those will stick with somebody until she's 40. 100%. I'm talking about it right now. Is I can see the green paper. <laughs> I can see she docked me on my score because wow. she did not like my content. Wow. I also complained, but that doesn't matter. Uh, I, I will tell you this. Uh, this is a sidebar about speech. Jen is right. You would have these speech team competitions. And because we were a rural school, we'd drive. So we would go. We would oh, leave at yeah. 7 in the morning sometimes. And we'd be gone all through the school day you're and gone. into the evening. Yep, you're gone all day. And, and I was weekend. not very good at being organized. I will be the first to admit. And I got to school early because that was who I was as a kid. And I got to school early just by chance. And I saw the speech team bus was full of everybody. And I was like, well, I'm on the speech team. Where are they going? And then I was like, oh, my God. I forgot I have a meet. So I was wearing like volleyball shorts and a t-shirt and I had nothing with me. And I got on the bus and just went. I like didn't sign out from my classes. Like I was like, I'll figure it out. They all know I'm on speech team, whatever. And I had no clothes to wear for a formal 
Like it's a formal event. You have yeah. to wear like nice dresses. Now I do think I saw you at a space I was dressed. Tournament. My friend Keith Brown let me wear his entire outfit. I wore a satin, like a silk shirt, a teal tie, and teal Z Cavaricis, and my volleyball shoes. And that's when her style changed and forever. And that's when I started dating Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, you ready for my hot? Oh wait, yeah, you ready for my hot flash? This one, I, I'm going to send you on a little left turn. I know. Who, Go you, for it. You, you know who uh, Tyrese Gibson is, right? Like, wasn't he like that? Really hot thing? black guy from yeah, um, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah, and he's a singer and stuff like that. Yeah, he's not the hot flash. Okay, who is it? So first of all, I have to say. Uh, his mom, he had a difficult childhood. He oh did. Boy. Okay. He went to school in Watts, didn't eat most days. His mom had four kids. The dad left when he was six or seven. And uh, his mom has COVID right now. Good. I hope, oh, no. I hope she's fine. And then um, he studied uh, music and acting at Watts High School. And So I'm going to read this. I read it in an article. Tyrese cited his high school music teacher, Reggie Andrews, as a mentor to him in an Access Hollywood interview from 2019. Since there were many days Tyrese didn't have a quarter to pay for the bus ride to school, Reggie would drive him so Tyrese could make it to class and avoid walking through the rough parts of his neighborhood. So my hot flash is Reggie Andrews, the teacher who is not phoning it in. But is a direct uh, result of that guy making it and And giving him the chance to like do his best work helping out a mom don't you love people like that i love people like that and there's so many of you out there that maybe you don't know that you're making a difference but you you really are and it's just the little things it's like the like you know the little aside conversations that you have with a kid that's really special or the goofing around or the little notes that Parents yeah. or teachers send home, they're like, you're an A+. Plus. <laughs> there he is, and God, that's his so teacher. Good lord, he's good looking, too. I'm yeah, just the teacher's good looking, too, you guys. That's who I was talking about. Yeah. We know he's hot. Flat. Yeah, he is. That, Look at that smile. It's ridiculous. Just so teachers, share this with your friends. We love you. We, we thank love you. you. And that's our podcast. Yay.